All right, I really got to get this intro done. I have like a half hour to get this all rendered and uploaded. Um, did you just want to do it? You know, you've listened to the show before. You know what we say. Just, just right here, right into the mic. Go ahead. Attention, our friends. Listening discretion is advised. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, Juggalos, Juggalettes, and those who don't identify as such. This is Juggalo Judgment, where two friends take time out of their busy schedules to sit down, listen to, and analyze music of the Juggalo variety. You're joined by your hosts, Mike, and... And? Shmeev. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> I'm glad you remembered your line. <laughs> You just been like, like line. I, I practiced this. <laughs> How are you doing today? Oh, uh, I had a hell of a day at work, so I am just thrilled to be doing this because it's not work. It is nice <laughs> to be away from the job at which we have four confirmed cases. Are you serious? Oh yeah. Oh my god. Anybody that I know? Nah. I got, it's it's a bunch I mean, of people from the uh, side of the building that is not us. Uh, oh, and uh, because oh. of because it's not us and they don't have access to, you know, our area, even though they use the same facilities as us, like they they have access to things that we do use. Uh, yeah, we're still there every <laughs> fucking day. Fucking hell. They don't, you know, they, that is... they say they can't do work from home, but I know that's bullshit. <laughs> that is absolutely ridiculous. Um. For uh, for for everybody still going through this um, this this quarantining ish time, uh, we hope that y'all are doing okay. Hope you're um, staying safe. Hope you're staying safe. If you're if you're not working, um, that sucks. Hope that you're able to to fill your time with something that's rewarding for you at the very least. Hope you're keeping um, active. And uh, if you are working, if you're out in the workforce, um, pl- please be safe. We really hope that that you're doing okay. Actually, uh, I heard from um, from our, our our homie across the pond. Oh, uh, just earlier today, Chris. Um, and you know he is a uh, I believe he is a nurse. That's true. Yeah. Um, so he is he's been um, he said he had a, a scary couple weeks um, just a bit ago, but you know doing all the precautions that they can to you know make sure that they're safe and that he's not bringing anything home to his family. So you know this is a really really. Again, scary time. We know that. And yeah. So, you know, just hopefully, do what you can uh, to... Hopefully, giving you something to listen to will uh, take your mind off stuff and you have a good time with us. Exactly. And that's why we continue to do this for y'all. So, before we uh, jump into the episode um, We've got a couple itself, things going on. We, got a, we do. Um, so, we're actually recording this a couple days later than we normally would. Um, this is gonna be. This is all gonna be very topical. Uh, it's literally like what four days before it's gonna go up. Yes, <laughs> five days, something um, like that. I can't count. So, yeah, and just today, um, on Tuesday, um, it may have been posted yesterday, but I was aware of it today. Um, there was this big article that uh, that ICP did. I can't remember with who, but um, I'll, I'll make sure to give you the link, and then you can post it in the description. It will be there. Um. But they did this massive, massive uh, interview, 
And I didn't get to read all of it, but I did read through a, a, a tiny portion. And I did a little bit of reading on it. it it's very eye opening um, because it delves into some of ICP's past that they have regrets about. Yeah. That was, and, that was uh, the part that I read. <laughs> is that exactly what you read? Yeah. <laughs> so I, I know that part of it was um, uh, in, they were talking about the song uh, Just Another Crazy Click that they did with uh, Three Six Mafia. Yep. And uh, how Jay said he hates the line that he said about um, being sick like a diseased Ethiopian. Yeah. And how, how that was uh, unintentionally racist of him. Um, but then... We find out about lines that he had said about, like, about, like, homophobia and stuff. Yeah. And come to find out, and I didn't know this, but he was like, you know, we were saying all these things, and our producer was gay. Yeah. (laughs) Mike Clark was gay. Is gay. Yeah. I didn't didn't know know that that either. So now, upon upon hearing that... What is the period of time that immediately starts a lot of the homophobic lines Oof, that yeah. Jay says? See, I hadn't considered in, in that. In that, in that uh, I also didn't really connect producer with Mike Clark. I, th- I thought of just like, I didn't. No? I mean, I didn't. I, I kind of just skimmed over the word producer and didn't consider yeah. like what person that meant. <laughs> yeah. Mike Clark. Oh, damn. And what period of time did ICP start really, really hammering in, mainly Jay, yeah, yeah. hammering in on the homophobic lines? It's really this one right here that we're in the middle of while he's not there. Which is which is after Mike Clark is gone. Yeah. So was he, like, keeping them in check <laughs> for, yeah, the prior, for the prior, like, nine years? That's entirely or, or helping, possible. Or, or helping them, like... He's back on it, and then whenever he was gone, they were like, oh, motherfucker, we're right. going. Like, yeah. I, I, that's that's literally the one thing, like, that's what, what um, Twist the History hit me up and was like, oh, something I didn't know, Mike Clark is gay. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's interesting, cool. Hmm. And then looking at that, where he was like, oh, we were saying these things, and our producer was gay. It's like, what? Yeah. Hmm. And, and then thinking about it now, it's like, oh, shit, but the time period where I have said we hear more... F-bombs and, and all that, more than any other time in ICP's career, is when Mike Clark's not there. The moment he left. <laughs> yeah, and like, I, I actually really appreciated that section of it, because he was like, he, you know, he was talking very frankly about it, and you know, like, a lot mm-hmm. of, like, I appreciate that he wasn't trying to, like, downplay it or anything like that. He's like, no, it was right. fucked up, and like, stuff that shouldn't have been said, like, at any point. I'm like, thank you, fucking Thank you, Jay. <laughs> Something we have literally been asking for for almost a year. <laughs> he he even said like at one point like he was he like his daughter would ask him about that and he's yeah, like, well, your dad exactly. was a fucking fool. <laughs> like mm-hmm. like if any exactly of your friends ask you about the, ask you why I said stuff like that, just tell them your dad's a fucking fool. And I'm like, good on you, man. Like, and that's the thing, like it having that little bit of acknowledgement is the start of potentially a, a better overall outlook that I can maybe have about Violent J. Yeah, it's a world of fucking difference. It's, like, like seriously, and that's, and seriously, it's it's one thing about, like, that's why I don't really like, like, the idea of, like, cancel culture and things like that. Like, I do think that there are times where it's like, no, nah, you don't fuck that, you're done. But holding all of that, like, over their head 
for so long um, is not going to be as um, proactive as them being able to, A, admit they were wrong and do their best to, you know, recognize that they did wrong and work to not do that again. Yeah, I mean, okay. like, it's... This is a very, very tiny thing that Violent J did, <laughs> but it is a but it is a start. And I think that that's literally more than we have seen him own up to that than any other point. It's not like, you know, the, the fucking uh, interview he did with, with What's-His-Fuck, um, Bill O'Reilly. Oh, God. You know, yeah. Where, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, we have a, a, a responsibility to the kids and stuff, but then you kind of don't. Right. You, you act like you really don't and well, things he, like he that said, he says openly like I don't have a responsibility to anybody blah 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 blah. but like then they're also like you know we owe our fans so much it's like you either owe yeah. people stuff or you don't owe anybody anything yeah. like so so that's the thing this is just something that's it's very small but at the same time it is very very um I, I can breathe a little bit breathe a sigh of, of, of a tiny bit of relief in seeing that because it also shows that he's maturing as a person and we don't know you know his mind state because you know he's he's had a rough couple years yeah um but this is just something small and if it's the start of you know wokeness from (laughs) him and i know you don't like the term but like it's if if that's a start so be it i'll take that look jay here's all all i ask of you all right look when you have hard times you don't got to take it out on just whatever random minority group you, you happen to pick out of a hat or something. You can take it out on the people that you used to. The fucking pigs. <laughs> Come on, man. That is that is very valid. And, and I will you'll actually be that. right. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. That's just... Uh, that's some... That's a big thing that was going on. Um, I have steadily been, uh, improving my, um, my, my collection, my CD collection. Good over, God. Uh, you have last, over the last two months or so. I have actually, I can't believe I did this. I, I did mention it last episode, I think. Um, but I bought a couple Esham albums. You did. And I did. Um, I bought uh, tongues, which is the album that came out before he signed to psychopathic. And I bought uh, this compilation, um, which is kind of like a greatest hits. Uh, came out a few years back. I haven't listened to that yet, but I did listen to Tongues. And then I did just buy his other album. I literally just bought it last night, so I, it's going to take a few days. But um, his album, I think, from 08, called Sacrificial Lambs. Um, but I listened to Tongues, and you know what? I'm, 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 I'm kicking myself in the butt. And maybe it's because <laughs> I just didn't like the stuff in the past. But, I mean... You you guys heard last episode. We really enjoyed Repentance um, as a whole. Um, dude was it was very very enjoyable as far it's a as tight a just album. pure like a rap album. It was really fucking good. Um, and I'm finding that Isham is a very good rapper. Now don't get me wrong. There are a couple songs that I'm just like, why has this been made? And there was definitely one on Tongues. It's literally I think the longest song on there where the last minute and a half did not need to be in. It's hard like, to find an fuck? artist that you can just kind of pick their entire catalog and be like, I love all of this. Right. But the thing that I'm finding with Isham is he does not stick to a specific like amount of songs. But at the <laughs> same time, he'll make songs that are a minute and a half long. And that's all they need to be. Yeah. Like a minute and a half, two minutes. He has 
albums that are 28 songs long on one disc. Yeah, yeah. And that's because all of the tracks are under three minutes. <laughs> like, it's a, uh, okay. It's like a Misfits a thing, quick... too. They have uh, Misfits yeah. are very in and out on their yeah. stuff. Yeah, so, I mean, it's just, it's really interesting, but I listened to Tongues, and the first half of it I really liked. The second half was, it dragged a bit for me, but, um, but yeah, I, I was, I was enjoying it. And then, um, there's a couple other, uh, records I've, I've grabbed here and there. I did, I bought one from somebody, but they haven't shipped it yet. Uh. I need to, I need to ask them. But it was an album that we, we actually will talk about when we get to 2010, I believe. Um, so we got some I'm, time. Yeah, we have, we have a while for I that. think it'll get there before. Probably, I don't know. I'm still waiting on my uh, on my Mad Season. Uh, uh, the, the first order that I made from Twisted Shop that was made literally a day shy of a month um, as of recording. Oh, because wow. uh, USPS lost it. Oh shit! So, yeah, I'm not happy. They're currently that. holding on to my package. It's on its way tomorrow. Oh well, at least you're gonna get that. They have no idea where my package is. <laughs> that's a shame. Yeah, that's that's life. Um, but aside from that, well, uh, I think that regarding, do you have something re- regarding music purchasing stuff, this isn't yes. re- related to any of this stuff, but it is related to something that is, that is pretty important to me in general. Um, mm-hmm. as y'all know, big fan of Mega Ran. I love that guy. Yes. Um, recently he did a collaboration with somebody whose name I cannot look up right now. And I wish I could, <laughs> um, but he did a he did a live stream the other day about it um, because he so y'all know he's like a nerdcore rapper quote unquote mm-hmm. um, that that term kind of like haunts him in some ways uh, whenever it comes to trying to get deals with stuff and being able to do the things that he wants to do and uh, he just recently did this collaboration with somebody it is I believe just a straight up hip hop thing. Huh. Uh, and so his his goal right now is to kind of just use this to, you know, shove in people's face and be like, look, I'm a hip hop artist. Like, <laughs> fuck you. Yeah. As, he as he wouldn't say that because he's a very sweet man. Uh, but right. uh, <laughs> no, uh, it's it's out on iTunes and he's just looking to bring that up as close to the top of the charts as possible. He even went through like this whole spiel. He's like, yes, I know y'all understand Bandcamp and that it has the best artist share and you want me to have the Aww. best artist share. That's really cool. That's not what this is about right now. Um, iTunes is is, making a statement. iTunes is the Walmart of music uh, platforms, Mm -hmm. and being at the top of of iTunes is way different than being at the top of Bandcamp, which he has done before. Uh, Uh, So yeah, uh, that and Spotify are like his his current aims. So he's like, mm, go stream it on Spotify, go snag it on iTunes. uh, Look up two hands up. That's right. That's that's the thing. it's, Go uh, ahead and look that up. Mega Rain is dope. I've bought he's, it. He's, I need to listen to it still. I've been listening to what we're doing today instead. <laughs> <laughs> I um actually speaking of like iTunes charts and everything, um, Psychopathic uh, Records artist uh, Ouija Mac just released his new um uh, his newest mixtape slash album. Luigi um, Mac. He uh he actually hit number five. Damn. on um on itunes which is a big deal because like no promotion obviously nice um and uh if anybody needs copies of that album <laughs> you can hit me up because i have some extras <laughs> and i will just sell them for about what he is <laughs> but i just need to get rid of them <laughs> um but yeah that's uh that came out oh and there's actually um there's actually something i, I did want to bring up too 
Um, and yeah, you'll have enough time. It'll be uh, it'll be just under a week from from this uh, episode releasing. Um, Magic Ninja Entertainment is having a free uh, a free preview, as they were calling it, a free preview, a free view, a free purview. Not a pay-per-view, a free purview. Jesus. Um, called uh, Netfest on your couch. And they straight up ganked the uh, WWE in your house logo and repurposed it. Um, and that's going to be on um, Saturday the uh, 30th. So actually six days after this episode comes out. Um, it'll be on the Astronomicon YouTube page. But they are going to be doing a live performance. Um, it's going to be um, Twisted, Blaze... Uh, Alazulu, ROC, and I know there's somebody else, and I can't remember, and I feel bad. Um, I believe that there's five acts total, and then they said plus special guests, so I don't know. But this is going to be really interesting, because they've never done something like this. Like, Twisted shows are always actual concert shows. And I know there's a lot of people who have been doing these, like, like the quarantine videos, like we mentioned last time about, like, the Goldfinger ones, where they, you know, basically recorded their parts and, and everything, and they put it all together. Um, but there are some like actual artists who have done like shows or whatever on Instagram and things like that. <laughs> but this is available um, for you to just watch for free um, on on Saturday the thirtieth on on their Astronomicon, which is their uh, their uh, Comic Con uh, essentially. Uh, that YouTube you can go ahead and watch that for free, and nice. that's super super dope. If you got nothing to do on a Saturday night, which let's be real, at this point, not a lot of people do. Um, that's that's something i know i'm gonna watch it like screw it right on. i'm like yeah i can't get a concert i'm gonna fucking watch that <laughs> and actually i told my buddy um my, my other uh buddy who i sent 10 twisted albums to Jesus um, Christ. yeah he was well because i sent him a copy of their last album gen nightmare mm-hmm. and he was like hey man i dig this because i sent um because I, I sent him a copy of uh the haunted highlands maybe i'll like, oh, uh, yeah I'll, maybe i'll jump in on it and uh have it play in a, alongside me playing final fantasy 7 <laughs> Oh, the, the, the show. <laughs> yeah. That would be cool. Why not? But um, I, I sent my buddy 10 Twisted albums in total. Right. Because he said he really liked Gen Nightmare and was like, yeah, you guys like them. You, you like them a lot and, you know, you're passionate about it. So I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to send you a fuck ton of albums. <laughs> Holy shit. And I was like, but you, but you have to go in this order. So I, I sent him the order. And he was like, he's like, yeah, I'm on. He got like the second one done a couple days ago. And uh, he was like, yeah, I'm digging this. Up. What were like, the 10 that you sweet. sent him? Um, all newer stuff. Um, only two of them were from Psychopath. No, no most tasteless. Um, I not sent him most tasteless. What a bitch. Uh, the reason I sent him the the albums that I did, the more recent ones, is because they more reflect yeah, Twisted's current style. I know. Um, even though Gen Nightmare was a little bit of a shift, um, but I did send him uh, the stuff that I sent him was from 2010 and up. So, but I told him about the uh, the show. And I was like, listen, this might, you know, you'll be able to actually hear some of the older tracks, too. So if you like any of those, I can, you know. What? He's missing out. What? He's missing out. <laughs> He's missing out on Miss Aceless. He's missing out on Secondhand Smoke. Secondhand Which, by the smoke, way, die, motherfucking die. On fucking eBay right now, there Rock is a... the dead. Somebody has, somebody has a goddamn... I'm actually wearing my Miss Aceless shirt that you got me. Oh, shit. I got you that? Yeah, it was with that. Uh, it was with the uh, most tasteless uh, cassette tape that you bought me for like my birthday or something oh, shit. about five years ago or something. Oh, I did. I did the drawings on the thing. 
Yeah. I forgot about that. Um, Holy shit. There is actually on eBay today. I think it's, I think it'll be gone by the time this goes out. I hope so. But somebody has like a group of um, twisted albums that are like bundled for sale and they're up for bid. And I don't give a fuck about any of the CDs, but one of them is the, 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 the fetus baby cover, which is super fucking rare. (laughs) And I'm like, I don't give a fuck about the other CDs. I just want to win that. (laughs) And I might bid on it. And spend more than I should. I, f- I feel like, but we'll see. I, I feel like back whenever that <laughs> happened, it was uh, it was a time whenever I could count on you to actually not just impulsively buy something. Because I think it was a thing where it's you been were like, so bad. You were like, oh shit, look at this thing, and I'm like, yeah, all right. And you're like, damn man, I wish I could spend the money on it. And I was like, all right, that's that's a sign that he definitely will not. I, <laughs> In this particular era of Mike's life, him saying he can't spend the money means he won't. It didn't last, but... (laughs) It took me getting a good job to where I could actually, like, pay bills and also, wow, I have money left over. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But you know what? We're rambling at this point. I think we really need to get into this. We definitely do. It's getting a little late. potatoes of this record. What record are we talking about today? All right, some time ago, we listened to an album called Psychopathics from Outer Space. Yes, And we then did. some years later, they were like, what if we did this again? And so it's Psychopathics from Outer Space, part two. Part two. This part came two. out at the tail end of 2003, from what I gathered. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Psychopathic doesn't do a lot of, of compilation style records. Um, so it is kind of cool because... Where we got on the first one, which was a number of kind of like B-sides, not necessarily B-sides, but stuff that couldn't be released on the Nationwide albums at the time, like uh, Jekyll Brothers, like uh, Most Tasteless, whenever it got pulled. Um, So all those tracks that people may have missed out on. A series of shitty diss tracks. (laughs) (laughs) I think it was only the one, wasn't it? I don't remember. I think it was just Slim Hands. I remember we kept hearing a series of them in that time um, of recording stuff. I don't remember what the fuck happened. I don't, uh, I don't right, remember right, right. songs it's and albums. All good. It's all it's a blur. Okay. <laughs> That's true. It's been so long. Um, but yeah, where that one was basically, because that was given, I don't know about given away, but like sold or whatever on a specific tour. Um, and it had tracks from uh, like Psychopathic Riders, which um, I think was released on the same day something like that because it was on that specific tour or whatever um this however is all original music the uh um, the first one from, feels very much like a forgotten freshness for the entire label this feels yes. like mm-hmm. a sampler but like a full cd yes um i mean it kind of has a theme but very loose. it's not like anybody's like making spacey songs or whatever there's one there's like one song that could kind of like fit with yeah that. but um but no this this album is just a massive fucking compilation and this was actually one of the whenever i was really starting to get into the uh into psychopathic and juggalo music um this is one of the ones that took me a while to pick up just because it was so fucking expensive oh really um, at, yes um this was like 20 three or 26 bucks jesus at Christ. fye it was very expensive so it was one of the ones that i held off on until i had like a gift card or something because i never wanted to spend that much well if you get um, it you're you're basically getting two whole cds that should have been yeah. split up yeah you're <laughs> not wrong um but yeah so this is all just music that 
I don't know if it was recorded originally for this compilation or if some of it was, you know, set aside from, you know, either uh, a record, uh, like a record's B-sides or, you know, oh, this is what we would have put on the next album. We'll put it on here so that people get a taste of it or something yeah. like that. Actually, two songs on here definitely are. Um, I know that for a fact. Hmm. So, um, yeah, this is just a big fucking schmoz of an album by everybody on the label, which is super fucking cool. And we don't get another one of these for another uh, four years. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. I think we're clocking in at like 78 minutes. It is 78 minutes and I think 48 seconds. It is fucking long. It is and as almost somebody who, the length of a feature fucking film. <laughs> like, it is... It is an album that they were like, we need to fit as much shit on here as possible. Give us everything. And as somebody who, if if I were to try and get somebody into Psychopathic Records as a whole, this wouldn't be a bad CD to throw at them to just be like, here's the people who were on at that time. You get mm-hmm. a taste of what they can do. Yeah. But it is also a CD that's like, it can be overwhelming. It really can. Um, it's, as, uh, as I it have begins found this to week. weigh on you a bit. It, it does. Uh, um, sometime uh, in the future, we are going to stream ourselves watching the movie Space Jam while seeing if this syncs up with it. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, keep an I eye out for that. Could be wrong. I don't think that that's going to happen. Keep an I'm, eye. I'm out. pretty sure that track two does not sync up with. Uh, Come and welcome to the jam keep an eye out for it maybe track three does Mm. i don't know well that said i think it's about that time that we uh jump into city posse sorry (laughs) (laughs) but before we jump into the album before we do that i have to run downstairs you son of a bitch The Joker's Wild is brought to you by Fago. Everybody sing! Send your mama straight up to the snow. Tell that bitch to bring home a Fago. But before we jump into before this we... album, <laughs> uh, we all gotta gotta crack open our Fagos. Y'all have Fagos yes. at home, and I need you to crack those open with us. What you got? Let's crack them open first. What what you got? I got a drink. I got a fucking Fago. <laughs> that's I don't. Uh, th- I got a quarantine Fago, also known as a Mike's Hard Raspberry Lemonade. <laughs> I did not give you a raspberry lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my my quarantine Fago is actually Fago. Uh, I have a uh, I have a moon mist because you know classic moon thing. mist. Yeah, I mean you know sometimes it's just it's just what you need to have. Just the one flavor that makes you feel good inside. Because I had a cream soda a couple days ago, and I was like, man, this is great. This but didn't make any noise at all. That's unfortunate. Hang on a second. I also didn't even, like, right into the fucking uh, thing. I did it away from it. I'll fix this. I'll fix this. I apologize, everyone. Here. Oh, that's a lovely sound. Perhaps Here. you heard a little bit of the clinking of this opening that time. There we go. That's better. I felt really bad. I literally turned away from it to make it to make it so it wouldn't make a sound. I'm like, wait. Yeah, you did. It's literally you, the point of the fucking you, thing. You every time. fucked up the whole thing. <laughs> anyway, this is gonna help oh, me get through this episode. So, I needed that because it was super warm in my apartment. 
So let's get into it, shall we? Spottle's just going to cover me up the whole time. Um, well, that hurts. All right. Uh, we're going to do this for track one, uh, the intro, straight into the first actual track. Conquer. Conquer. From Bad Fur Day. <laughs> we bring to you psychopathics from our part two. two, two, two. Come flying out the sky on a jet surfboard Shooting people with a laser gun Four points scored I'm outlaw like Al-Qaeda I bomb like jet fighters I really only asleep Superly set worlds on fire And it's earth shit is next And I'm burning it down When I look around It ain't no fucking heroes in town Now don't work for that devil shit We kicked him out of hell We overthrew him Stabbed him with a cross And cut off his tail And so it's ours We freed everybody Now it's an army Rotted bones or not They headed back to their bodies they coming out the graves, I do the splits like Prince And shoot rattlesnakes out my fucking fingertips I make the sky red with cracks in it, give me a minute Stand on top of the tallest building in the city like I did it I'm a super villain, I got the whole world in my palm I'm about to bite and fucking eat it till it's gone Call your love one Right here, be scared Do the wicked with the black magic stand That's Conquer. We are opening with a supervillains track. With with what you would think is a supervillains track. So here's the thing. You can go ahead and say it's not a supervillains track, but we have heard, what, two of them before, right? <laughs> I texted you about this because I, I listened to this while I took a nice long walk for the first time. Yes. And, uh, I texted you a couple times during this to talk about various things in this, and mm -hmm. we've had about two supervillains tracks prior to this, right? We had uh, the one... Um, something on the Wraith. The title track on the Wraith, and uh, there was technically something, I think, on... Uh, Isham, on Isham references uh, it like every five seconds. He just really yeah, wants supervillains uh, to be a thing. Yeah, the um, Super Dupa, I believe, was, was the track. But this is... The most thematically super villain song yes. that I have heard yet. Yes. Like, yes. just in terms, of, like, mostly on Jay's side, he's talking about, yeah. like, he just has, like, the the sound to it, the feel to what he's going for. Like, mm -hmm. talking about shooting snakes out his fingers. That's pretty super villain shit. That'd be cool. Yeah. So, this is the, this is the interesting thing. And I haven't been able to, like, I didn't get to look anything up about it, but I want to know at what point did they figure out who was for sure a member of Supervillains? Because I found out, like, whenever Dark Lotus came out, okay? Yeah. And it was originally just supposed to be ICP and Twisted. Yes. Okay. And then Blaze got added in. And then at one weird point, ABK was on a track. But wasn't an official member. Or maybe that was after the first album. I don't know. That was that was after what's his name? Mars. Yeah. Right. But I'm saying like it looked like there was an old track that was before Mars was uh, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And maybe that was uh, I believe Drunken Ninja Master sure. from Crypto Collection uh, Two. But 
I actually saw a thing recently that said that Misery was supposed to <laughs> potentially be a member. And also, remember, Vampiro was supposed to be That's a true. member. That's true, Vampiro. He and there was also rumors... That, and then there was a rumor that Ishan was supposed to be a member. Like, they, they could never really... It's like, until the album was done, you didn't know who was on the fucking album. Yeah. Who was in the group. I mean, like, uh, members of Dark Lotus just includes whoever they have around for a Dark Lotus album. Seems like it sometimes. But... I've, I, you know, I brought this up throughout the entirety of the Dark Lotus albums that we listened to yeah. that, like, I don't see a difference between Dark Lotus and anything else that they do. I just don't. <laughs> the The first album, you can see it be distinct. When we get to their next one, it's going to be it's going to be interesting. But the fact is. Was ABK meant to be a member of Supervillains? Because he's on this track. And I'm going to spoil this. He's not a member. <laughs> He's not. Yeah. And it's very, very interesting because just last year, I think it was just last year, uh, they released a compilation called Hit List, the be- the greatest hits of supervillains. Nice. There are no songs from the single supervillains album on that record. <laughs> and that's because the other member who is on it is on completely terrible terms with Psychopathic. Oh, so literally, this this compilation is all songs that Isham did with ICP, Violent J, or Shaggy Two Dope. That's all it is. Oh, and that's what it seems like. Supervillains is now because Supervillains released a new song last year, and it's just ICP and Isham. Huh. So there's people that are just like, no, that's all it was supposed to be. But and Shaggy, Shaggy's member. on the hook for this, yeah. That is him. Yes, I thought so. He doesn't yes. do anything else throughout this. No, it's a shame. But this is interesting, and we'll see this throughout this record. It won't say that somebody is on the track, but they'll be on the hook. Yeah, this I mean that's, that's really, kind of standard. But this album really feels like everybody was in the studio all the time, and was like they might be overhearing a track and be like, "Yo, let me get on the hook. Like, let me just say a line on the hook. <laughs> it's it's that cool. I need something. Just let me do it." Like, it really feels like that. And yeah. th- but this is the area, like, the quote-unquote family era, mm-hmm. where they're just doing everything together, and that's super, super cool. Oh, yeah, the uh, the first um, and last tracks on this are both listed as the entire Hatchet family. Well, the first track is the intro, so well, it yeah, but it still matter. says the entire Hatchet family. This is true. Um, but, yeah, but this track, yes, it's technically Supervillains, despite it not being the actual group, um, but it's definitely a cool intro, and... yeah. If you wanted to stick with like a spacey type theme, this re- works really well. Yeah, it's it, <laughs> like it, it, it holds it the holds album down could the be. themes of the album and the concept of the supervillains, and even like so, even the beat to it, like that. Oh, it's it's good. That piano good. with the filter over it to give it yep. that like that saloon style sound. <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot. It's really good. This, uh, yeah, and and everyone's good on this track. Oh yeah. Uh, you, you have Violent J, uh, Esham, and ABK. And everyone does really fucking solid verses. Yeah, this is a this is a track that whenever I was younger, I didn't care for it as much for for whatever reason. And there's actually a, a video that somebody made online. It's fairly it's I think it's so popular that even ICP has acknowledged it. Oh, but shit. somebody made a um, a video that's in the style of like South Park. Um, that's that does this uh, this track, and it's actually super cool. Um, it's probably still available on YouTube. You can look it up. I'm sure a lot of people have seen it, but. No, this is a very solid track to open uh, this album with. And again, a lot of the stuff on here is going to be 
people who are collaborating with each other that may not have done so on prior stuff. Like, I don't think that Isham and ABK were ever on anything before. Um, I could be wrong. Somebody can point it out to me. You know, it's fine. Again. But, yeah, again, it's fine. Um, but, yeah, th- I, I I really dig this song. It's a great opening track. Yeah, it's, it's a fun one. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, I think we can move on. I think so. Up next. Get rolling. Track three, Hollywood, I'm Coming. coming yes this is my twisted obviously uh i so. i learned a thing about this while i was uh doing my notes for it mm-hmm. because you know we we both uh do our lookups on genius to mm-hmm. to read lyrics and figure out stuff and try and parse what's actually being said versus what some fool on the internet thinks they heard um but uh apparently this is a this is a diss this is a diss. So, and I mean, like, it's pretty clear uh, from the lyrics that it's a diss. They're definitely you know. yes. And this is, I think, one of Twisted's best diss tracks ever. It's a um, good. They don't track. have a whole lot, but it's super fucking good. So, uh, Jamie Madrox, um, which, by the way, he said something that I didn't realize until I looked on Genius last night that you have pointed out before. Oh, Festival of Sewin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I didn't realize it until I looked at Genius, and that's when they, and they wrote it like that. Yeah, Sam Hain. Um, and uh, I was like, "Oh, that's the thing he pointed out before." Yeah, I know. Yeah, so it was just interesting that he actually said it the way I guess it's supposed to be said for once. <laughs> but I still want Sam Hain, which killers. Anyways, so Jamie Madrox has um, his verse is uh, distinctly about the Cottonmouth Kings. Um. And uh, if you if you left my uh, my line in there, um, there's a censored part, um, and uh, it is meant to say uh, they call the one dude Daddy because he's like 53. That is a reference to Daddy oh. X, who is the front man for um, former actually at this point uh, former front man for the Cottonmouth Kings uh, and uh, the group Humble Gods, um, huh. and Monoxides is about Bubba Sparks. And uh, these happen for two different things. Apparently, 
I, I know I referenced this before, but uh, Twisted was supposed to do a tour with Cottonmouth Kings. I believe it was called the Stone in the Cemetery Tour. And what was supposed to happen was, I guess they were supposed to, Twisted was supposed to do a, their tour on the East Coast. Cottonmouth Kings were supposed to do their tour on the West Coast. And they were supposed to like meet in the middle or something like that. And I guess there was disputes over like money or something like that, whatever it was. Over some bitch-ass um, money. And always over some bitch-ass money. Um, and so because of that, um, there was a falling out. Um, the last thing that had been done between Psychopathic and the Cottonmouth Kings was, was I think, in 2000. Um, ICP actually did a track with KMK. Um, however, there was also, I guess, some kind of beef between Violent J and the Cottonmouth Kings who said that KMK had um, basically just used Juggalos as a platform. Oh, okay. Because um, I think that Cottonmouth Kings had actually performed on Warp Tour, and it might have been the same Warp Tour that uh, D12 was on. So that was obviously something that was causing controversy. I believe it's, I believe I got that right. And uh, Monoxide's um, verse about Bubba Sparks, um, he says, uh, on the 21st day of July, you got your eye full. That is in reference to Bubba Sparks performing at the gathering and getting booed the fuck off stage. <laughs> um, Shit. Apparently, uh, apparently that has been referenced by multiple people over the years. I've heard about people getting the Bubba Sparks Award, which is the <laughs> this artist is so fucking bad to get them off of the stage. Damn. Um, I don't know if people like threw shit at him or whatever. Um, I feel like the Bubba Sparks Award probably got um, renamed to the Teal Tequila Award. <laughs> yeah. Um. For that shit, you uh, that was that was also brought up in that uh, interview uh, thing. Oh, was it? I didn't get um, to read that. I don't, I don't that think they far, talked so. about. I, I don't remember what all they talked about, but uh, they did specifically bring up Andrew WK, who apparently did not get a very warm welcome at the gathering either. Really, I didn't. I, I, I didn't know that. And uh, they, like, because uh, somebody, the, the interviewer, brought up like, "Hey, who decides like somebody getting pulled from the stage?" And he's just like. The fans decide that usually. <laughs> like, well, the thing, and some people the, do the absolute wrong things, yeah. and they're still okay somehow. Like, uh, I can't remember who it was, but like somebody just like they they chanted like the crowd's chanting "family" or whatever, and he's like, "Fuck family, yeah. we're here for hip hop." And he's like, "You just don't say that," but they were okay with it. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> I remember that. Fuck, I can't remember who that is. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about, though, but I did remember seeing that. But the thing with – and obviously, we're like seven years before it happened, but the Teal Tequila thing. Seven. Like, people people had said, like, ahead of time, they were like, no, fuck this bitch. This isn't going to go well. And Violent J, like, even went to her and said, listen, we hear what they're saying and we're seeing online what, what people are saying we will still pay you if you do not want to perform. And she was like, no, I'll still do it. And it was a bad you know, time. Props. So, yeah. Um, because really, I'm going to be straight up that. with you. I'm going to be straight up with you. Uh, doing the shit that they apparently like to do to people that they don't like at the gathering is really shitty to do to any human being. And fuck you. Thanks. I agree. That was, I think, the same gathering that somebody threw, like, a glass bottle of beer at Method Man. And it's like, what is the actual fuck wrong That was with another one. I think, because yeah. he also brought up Method Man, and, like, uh, who, yeah. like, said, 
like throw something again, I'm gonna beat your ass. <laughs> and he's yeah, like, you usually exactly. like threatening the crowd usually doesn't go over well. Sometimes people get away with it. <laughs> and you know what? If somebody checks a glass bottle, threaten the crowd. And then follow through. Yeah. Knock someone the fuck out. It's, it's as good as the... Uh, Actually, the crowd should I, I, be knocking saw, that person out. I saw, I saw the video of... Uh, it was a Tyler, the Creator show, and he was like, who the fuck threw a shoe at me? <laughs> it's like, way to go. Now everybody knows who the fuck threw a shoe because you got the one dumbass who doesn't have a shoe. Yeah. <laughs> I hope they kick your ass. But anyways, that doesn't have anything to do with the song, except for Bubba Sparks. Um, but yeah, this track is... This is one of my not not necessarily one of my favorite twisted disc songs. It's one of my favorite disc songs in general. Like they are in and out. They do sixteen bars each, and they just go. Yeah, there we, we literally listened to half of the song. Yeah, like there is venom in their in their verses, and it's good. And I mean, they've since actually like made amends with both parties in particular, um, which is great. But yeah. it's just. You don't, we don't really get a lot of that from Twisted. Um, because anything else, like any disses or whatever, are generally like slight jabs, like here and there, like generalized, yeah, not necessarily towards anyone in particular, right? And obviously, they don't name them like directly, except for you know, obviously, uh, Madrox's line of saying daddy, um, being censored. Um, that's the closest we would have gotten to it. Um, it, it's it's pretty clear who it's all directed to, but. Yeah, it's it's just it's interesting. I'm glad that this song saw the light of day. I don't know whether when it was made, um, but then putting it on this compilation, if that was the only way that people were going to hear it. So be it. Yeah, but uh, it's it's a fucking good song. I love the instrumental for it too. It's the, so good. The the hook is interesting as far as like just the line. I'd love to watch you fall, but you're already gone. Uh, mm-hmm. Which I mean, it's a good line. Doesn't yeah. really doesn't really bear out because uh, Cottonmouth Kings are like still a thing, aren't they? I mean, they continued to be a thing past this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, and that's the thing. Like, I mean, they they made amends. I mean, Psychopathic yeah. and, and Subnoise um, were fine again by 2007 at the ver- at the, at the latest. Because hmm. um, I know that they did collaborations with some of the other artists and whatnot. Um, but obviously, you know, with there being animosity for all that stuff and with it being money, that's what's going to cause it. Yeah. Uh, with Bubba Sparks, I think it took a lot longer. <laughs> so, and I don't even know if it was like with Psychopath. And it may not even necessarily been with Psychopathic. I don't know if Bubba Sparks like talked shit about The Gathering. Right. Or Juggalos in general. And that's why. And Twisted have always been very quick to defend um, Juggalos, especially like even during their time with Psychopath, like whatever you want to call a Twisted fan nowadays, if it's, if it's a Juggalo or not, Twisted have always been very quick to defend oh, yeah. <laughs> their fan base. So if Bubba Sparks was dumb enough to talk shit about his time at the Gathering <laughs> because he, you know, didn't perform to their liking, obviously they're going to say something about it. Yep. So and yeah, uh, it's. It's a pretty good diss track. I can dig it. Uh, the beats, the beats, good. Feels good. And again, we have mm-hmm. basically, I mean, not everybody, but we have most of Psychopathic filling in on the hook for this too. Like you got Eshan yeah. and Shaggy it's... trading off, and then you have uh, anybody Killer and Violent J. Yep, yep. It's, Which is it's, it's strange to have Violent J on this track that is definitely dissing him. It's definitely a Violent J diss track, as Twisted <laughs> was known to do throughout this time. <laughs> No, 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 no. This is after the Green Book. They were Dons now. They were good. That's right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Twisted and Psychopathic. They're cool. They're cool. 
just like cut. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, right. that's Hollywood. I'm coming. I think we're all good on that. Yep. Up next, track number four, oldie but goodie. I literally like clicked the link on fucking uh, Genius as if it was gonna start playing. <laughs> I even double clicked it because I'm an idiot. <laughs> You know who that is on that hook? Yeah, I saw the name on the thing. Um, <clears throat> is it on the thing? It's, um... Fruit Boy! Fruit Boy! Yeah. This is... I was digging the song a lot, and then it got to the part where he wanted to have sex with uh, the chick's sister, who I'm assuming is underage. I mean, it's pretty heavily uh, implied, yeah. And and that that got less good. The rest of the track isn't bad, because he just fucking flows. It's a... Uh, like, Isham is a good rapper. We've said this. It, it's an old school fucking song. Yeah, it kind <laughs> of is. Even that but flow, time, that flow I, is old as shit. Well, yeah, he fucking has been rapping since goddamn dinosaurs were around, it seems. Like... It's it's kind of par for the course from what we can what we've heard from Isham on literally one album. Yeah, but and I mean it's two thousand three now, <laughs> mm-hmm. and it's like that flow in particular, that flow that he's doing. You know what part of it's it? It's pretty fucking old. I just, but you know what I I just you know what it kind of sounds like. I'm trying. To, I've it, I've been trying to remember, but go ahead. It kind of like I'm saying like his style on this one, Sir Mix a lot. Yeah. He really sounds like Sir Mix a lot. You know what? Funky Cold Medina. That's what I'm thinking. I don't know that. You know Funky Cold Medina. Get the fuck out of here. I. Jesus Christ. I don't. You don't have to. You don't have to play it for me later. (laughs) I don't know. Sorry. Anyway. Um. (laughs) Yeah, I don't have. Um, I don't have much else on this. Uh, yeah, I there don't is really gay bash. There is gay bashing on this one, unfortunately. Yeah. But it's Isham, so we know it's gonna happen. Oh, there was a line that I really, really liked, though. Go on. 
I don't know how I've never heard it before. But he said a line uh, about how the chick has seen more dick than Haynes. Oh. And I thought that was a really good line. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> I thought it was clever. It was just me. You know. But as much as I, I praise Isham on his last album, I don't really have much else to say on this yeah, one. Yeah, that's why I don't have um, like anything. It's, it's kind of it's just whatever. But it is cool to see Rude Boy on track. Just saying. Yeah. I was like, what? Because this is a track that I didn't really listen to much until we had to do these listens. And, I mean, I do appreciate it more, but then I was like, oh, wait, we got room boy on this bitch. Yeah, it's, it's one I, yes. I won't listen to again. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have much That's to say. Fair. Again, it's just a, it's, it's yeah. a very old school fucking song. It's whatever, honestly. I just don't, yeah. don't, don't have and anything for it. That's fine. But Up next. Moving on. Track five. Warrior. <laughs> track for this for psychopathic in general but i was maybe not necessarily for abk i mean abk is uh i haven't heard much from him just one album uh right. i don't really have a style paid for him but th- this is kind of in his his thing but like for psychopathic overall it's an mm-hmm. interesting one this is like a party it club is. hit <laughs> and like it's just weird to hear on this yeah but it's it's cool yeah it's a <laughs> I good track it. i like this track a lot so um, did you know that ABK is Native American? What? Did you know that? Hold on. What? I, I, I fucking know, right? Anybody killer? Anybody killer is American. an American of the Native variety. Holy shit. I know. You might not, you might have missed it. Where the fuck he did you says, hear that from? He says, like, one or two things in this. He mentions, like, totem pole. Okay. And 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 there was something else. And I think in the background you can faintly hear, like, like, like a war call or something like that. So, huh. I don't know. Are you sure it's not a it Sugar Hill also, Gang throwback? It, it might also be... <laughs> it might also be the entire fucking LP that he did maybe, <laughs> earlier in the year. Maybe he's just doing, like, an Apache sample or something. Mm, 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 it's just a mm. series of throwbacks. He has a steam throwback in this. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> you got to figure it out. <laughs> so yeah, uh, this this track is just fun. Yeah, like it's it's really hard to like hear this and like. <laughs> Everybody has the songs that are like, oh, this is a track that's going to pump me up because I'm like angry or whatever. So I need to like work out to or whatever. This is not that track. No. This is something that you're just going to go and you're going to fucking burn it to because it's just that fun. <laughs> <laughs> but don't burn it when you're sitting down. It doesn't look good. You're just going to you throw this on the car and the whole fucking car is just bouncing with it. And Hell like, yeah. Fuck yeah, man. Is. Oh, man. I would love that. But yeah, they, they have the steam throwback in this. The na na mm-hmm. hey hey goodbye thing. It's really good. It's it it's, is it's pretty it's, darn it's good. It's a solid take on it. Yeah, like it's it's the exact a... kind of cheesy thing that you would expect from them, and yeah. it fits in with it very well. Exactly, exactly. Like, and I think that like some of the other artists on Psychopathic will will definitely do like callbacks to something, but they tend to do them in a more serious manner mm-hmm. from what I've from what I've seen. Like, with the exception of like ICP technically doing like cherry pie from bizarre bizarre like that's kind of like eh, whatever but like obviously like straight out of detroit yeah with blaze like a lot of that stuff is more like no we're we're covering this or whatever and trying to make it as faithful while also making it ours and all this stuff no fucking anybody killer is just like I'm gonna fucking just have fun. Yeah, you, you I'm hear a the club song. You hear the na 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 na, and in your head you're like, "I'll bet he's gonna say marijuana," <laughs> <laughs> and he does not let you down. <laughs> no, it's but no, it's it's a fun song. It really is. The the instrumental just is bouncy and just oh, it's enjoyable. I really really like it. Oh yeah, like ABK is for 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 what else. For, for for what the other artists on Psychopathic can do, I mean, we we've talked about like when we got to his album, you know, we knew kind of what ABK could do because it was like, oh, okay, he's he's in his wheelhouse here, like he's doing like stuff that could be Rida's, but also like just his like his version of the hip hop, yeah. With with the exception of like. You know, the track that had, like, Violent J's influence all over it. <laughs> um, you know, and it's Haunted. Yeah. Like, we got what he could do. But some of the other people were as, like, like a Blaze. Like, Blaze, I'm a dead gangster. Right. I, I, I jack shit. I have a shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> you know. ABK at this point seems to be doing a little more things with versatility. Yeah, and he is having really, fun really welcome. with it. <laughs> it's really, really welcome. So I enjoy it's, that. It's, it's, this is this is the kind of thing. It's like, like his cover of "In the City." Like he just fucking goes for it. Yeah, and you like make it his. Yeah, he just rolls with it. And you know what? Fucking good on you, anybody killer. It's fun. It's fun, and I enjoy. It. Not everything has to be serious. Yeah, you can have you can have fun. You can just do something to be silly and enjoy it. And he does and it's it. Fine. It works. So, thank you, anybody, Killa. I appreciate it. I think it. we can move on. Uh, I had a question real quick that's just been... Okay. Uh, it Go just ahead. came to me right now. Uh, who mm-hmm. did production on these? So, okay, yes. Uh, I did look... Um, I do have my liner notes right here. And it looks like... Um, okay, so I'll, I'll go based on the, the prior tracks. So, Conquer was um, 
done by uh, produced and mixed by Mike P and Violent J. All right. Uh, Hollywood on I'm coming was mixed and produced by Fritz the Cat and Twisted. Uh, and Oldie but Goodie was produced and mixed by Esham and Violent J. Okay. So, so uh, Warrior was done by was produced and mixed by Fritz and Violent J. Okay, so we we can pretty much just that's that's the whole run of them. If it's an yeah. Esham song, Esham did it. If it's uh, if it's twisted or any if it's anybody else, it's a toss up between Mike P and uh, Fritz. Yeah, yeah, that's most that's likely much Mike P. If it's ICP and Fritz, if it's yeah. twisted, that's what it seems to be. Yeah, that's what it looks like here. Okay, nice. Okay, so did Fritz so. did this one in particular? Um, yes, hell yeah, Fritz, Fritz. and Violent J. That's good shit, Fritz. Fritz is Fritz is good. Yeah. Fritz is good. Like I said, after after hearing after getting past Freak Show, I think. I, I really dig Fritz's style. Yeah. Um Freak Show is just it's it's got a very industrial sound that I just kind of grates after a little bit. A little bit, yeah. Despite it being a, a very solid album. It's just a minor complaint I have. That's just me. But I think we can move on. Absolutely. Up next, track six, Ten Bodies. Oh, Dead homie solo track. Yeah, so we get Blaze under the new persona that he's going to be working with, Colton Grundy. Uh, Colton Grundy. Um, so this is a pretty big shift from his prior stuff that we've heard. Yeah. Um, I mean, we've only heard you know one EP, one full length, but remember he was retiring, kind of, maybe, sort of. Oh yeah. Uh, if possible at all. Um, but we first heard the uh, Colton Grundy um, moniker back on um, the Green Book with mm-hmm. uh, with Frankenstein. Yeah. But uh, it uh, that that is actually the the name of his next album. Um, but again, this is a huge, huge change. And this is where I hear a distinction. Like mm-hmm. this is this is one of the times whenever it's like. Yeah, this is a different persona, and I'm like, I hear the different persona. I hear it now, mm-hmm. like yes. from the production down to what he's doing, even with his voice in this. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's not your regular blaze. It's not like I am yelling and I have my shotgun. By the way, also my name is Blaze. This is. Did you know that I'm dead? <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, he's also killing people. He's killing a lot of people. De- a dead killer. Yeah. No. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, it's the. I, I never really thought about it, but I mean, this is really the point where we start seeing Blaze change a bit. Um, it's in his style of rap. It's in his actual like lyrics as well. And I do believe that he wrote this completely. Uh, lyrics and concept by Blazing Dead oh, Homie. Oh shit! So if that's the case, and uh, Mister Mister Madrox did not have a hand in it, Blaze flying um, on his own. Yeah, it's it's very uh, it's very interesting. And um, this is honestly, um, this is a very good um representation of what his next album will will sound like um at least a good portion of it um we do get a bit of a, a change in his style for colton grundy and um this is definitely a great track to kind of ease people into that style um but while lyrically it doesn't do much for me that fucking beat yeah oh the percussion is so so good it's good like that like tribal style drum got that flute that in they there. have in the bathroom oh my god everything about that instrumental is so good that even if i don't care for the track as a whole i'll still listen to this in the background because that beat is so fucking good it, it's oh very god, well it. done this is another uh fritz one no this is actually done by mike p mike p right on mike p did uh yeah music written played programmed and engineered by mike p and Shit. produced and mixed by mike peasy wheezy vo sheezy <sighs> mike p's fucking great <laughs> he, he does good work <laughs> really like mike p <laughs> so yeah this is this is a dope song it's interesting that they make this the the first one we hear of blaze um compared to the other track that we hear of him later on i mean it's a it's but, a good point in the in the album overall to to put something like this i think yeah the overall sequence and i mean yeah and i mean but it's it's a huge tone shift from warrior <laughs> <laughs> like like you're party and then it's like not you're dead now well you're dead in the graveyard just, just no we ain't we ain't doing no headless boogie here no it's just 10 bodies are on the ground that's a shame <laughs> I think I've heard this track at uh, at shows before. Interesting. Um, which I always think is just kind of weird. Yeah. yeah. Um, but Blaze's Blaze's set lists are always kind of interesting because um, some of the tracks just come out of left field, and I'm like, oh, this is when you're performing. Okay. I mean, um, like we we brought it up on his first album, and I mean, I guess I haven't heard much by Blaze to make this full judgment, but like on the on the first EP that we heard from him, like I yes. I believe we brought up that like. It could almost be one song, <laughs> like yes, like the yes. whole thing is just it's it's all the same song a bunch of times, and I mean, you know, yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> I don't you're know if wrong. that uh, holds true for a lot of his general stuff under the moniker Blaze. I've only I've heard like the Casket Factor. I have a copy of it, but I don't remember it anymore. Oh. It's been a long time. Uh, I think he bought it for me. I don't remember. It's been probably it's been a minute. Or it was an extra that I had. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, like. If that's kind of the way that it goes in general, you, you want to break up all the very similar yeah. stuff with some different things. and Right, and that's why I think that the shift to Colton Grundy um, is is a good move for him because it allows um, a little bit more freedom mm. to do more than just, I'm a gangster, I shoot you, I'm also dead. Right. Um, 
it, having it be and I mean yes we we had the 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 story building of him like being resurrected by the dark carnival and everything but he didn't really like do anything with that no nah. but there are parts if I remember correctly it's been a while since I've listened to the whole album and we'll get there um, eventually I do believe that the the entity of Colton Grundy is a bit more of a supernatural character interesting um, but if it doesn't focus just on his character within the songs, there is a bit more diversity compared to one less G in the hood. Um, and part of that is a production standpoint, which obviously does wonders and it can make a world of difference. Oh, for sure. Um, like a different producer is obviously going to change, you know, what you do with the track. Yeah. So, I mean, again, we'll get there when we get there, but um, it, it's definitely, um, it's definitely a welcome change. He's he's experimenting here, and I am always pro experimentation. Almost always. Yeah. I mean, I got out of that phase. I wasn't. Even, I didn't even get there in college. So. Well, you know, <laughs> it happens. <laughs> but you know what? Do you know? Do you know what you don't really need to experiment with? What? Putting Bushwick Bill on a track with ICP. <laughs> but guess what? They did it anyways. This is, this is track number seven. Out there. The wicked clouds and bush with beer are lost in space. Out there, out there, out there. The car broke down and she was like, Honey, get the flashlight. Still one in the dash, right? Only cause it's late at night and who knows what's out there. She was right, though. Ain't gonna help with a light, though. People dying tonight cause yo, this maniac is out there. I'm hanging like a possum. Murder tricks, I got some. His boo is locked up in the car on the phone and tripping hard, screaming, fuck that bitch with scurred. Cut that crying shit off. I cut you, die, I get off. I'm crawling up on a car, trying to rip the moonroof lid off out there. Bitch, turn the wipers on. Hazard lights and blew the horn. I smashed with my axe and pulled her to the lawn out there. She kicked me hard to the grill with one of them dark Martin heels. Murderers, y'all know how that feels. Yo, let be out there. Time to die, close my eyes, swung and felt the Head in half like a tree stump out there. I mean, if you really want to try and find it, just go about another third of the way through. Somewhere out there, a regular bush with my mind loads clips. It's your block and leave you stuck, bitch. Yes, that's for doing it. Ready blast in a black mask. Leave you in body bags for a news flash. I might be small, but I got big balls. Write my name on the wall with blood stains after the brawl. All right, I think we've heard enough of that. <laughs> Thank you. So, this was uh, the second text, I believe, I sent you on that walk that I took. Uh, yep. Where I asked, uh, is Bushwick Bill's entire style just reading his lyrics for the first time in, this, in the fucking booth? Right. Because so, this is exactly um, what we heard the last time we had him on a track. I don't remember what it was, but, like, I think... Everybody dies. Yeah. And he's... He sounds so, like someone else wrote this for him, and he's just reading it over, like, trying to get the lines in his into his head, and he's like, all right, I think I got it. And then they're like, oh, we were recording, we're, we're recording. keeping it. <laughs> <laughs> we already know what happens if we let somebody in the booth way too long to do whatever they want. You get the one take and you're done. <laughs> ODB is just please, laughing in the background. <laughs> please, ODB. Give Mike Clark, 
Release the audio. <laughs> so this, okay. So uh, I was talking to uh, to Instagram user Twisted History mm-hmm. about this. I seem to recall reading somewhere. I think it was on Fago Lovers that Bushwick Bill may have recycled a verse for this track too, just like he did on Everybody Dies. The problem is, is I can't find concrete evidence of it. This um, is incredible. However, um, apparently whenever the Ghetto Boys were all single unit, he did not write his own stuff. Oh. Um, I think he said that Scarface wrote his stuff for him. So, yeah. That's all right. When he was doing solo stuff, it apparently was, like, really, really not great. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, he just, if if he didn't recycle a verse, which okay even if you did recycle a verse it's a bad verse um or you could have actually made it seem like you cared to be on the song um <laughs> yeah it's just bad it's just really bad jay has i think the best verse on it um because he's actually telling a story with it sure and i do like um him and shaggy both do a thing where they end each line with out there yeah um and uh, it's it's a good theme bushwick bell says oh that's really cool i'm gonna not do that <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, I mean, this is a, so like the the this is an interesting one in terms of just the style of it, like the production and all that. Like, uh-huh. we are back at the carnival for the first time in a very long time. Uh, I wasn't gonna say that. I was gonna say it sounds more like an old timey like horror movie. There's that. Like, so that's what that sounds like. To what me. this reminded me of was Pink Floyd's The Trial, where in the middle of the wall they go from their psychedelic rock kind of feel to literally this like it's because the the entirety of that is an animated like cartoon section in the movie Mm -hmm. um which there's a lot of those throughout the rest of it but this one in particular is very like twisted don bluth shit Uh, (laughs) i don't think it's don bluth but it's it it looks like something that he would have done um And yeah, it has this sound to it. They have the orchestra and all that stuff. It's very theatrical and just this this over-the-top hmm. kind of feel. Um, okay. And that's what this reminded me of. Uh, and ICP was like, well, we can't play... <laughs> we couldn't play... Uh, we couldn't play Wizard of the Hood with... Um, with, 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 with the Wizard of Oz. Yeah. And it sync up. Or Wizard of the Hood with Dark Side of the Moon together and they sync up. Yeah. So we got to do something else that is a real big fucking stretch. We we have to have <laughs> some connection to Pink Floyd. <laughs> so we're just going to borrow their style for one song that they... one A one-off song <laughs> on an iconic album. <laughs> Clearly. Um... But yeah, this track, if it didn't have Bushwick, I'd like it more. Yeah, I think that's, so. It's just, that's just plain and simple. I mean, it's not a bad track. I like, like I said, I like Jay's storytelling. Uh, Shaggy's verse is okay. Um, but the fact that it doesn't also tell a story like Jay's did. Yeah. Like, drops it down a bit. Like, <laughs> they, they have to do the same kind of thing. Whether Jay just does a random fucking schmoz of a verse you know, like Shaggy does, or Shaggy tell a story too. That's what I want. Yeah. Um, 
But I mean, it doesn't matter. You want that Bushwick cohesiveness, no matter what. Yeah, exactly. But again, it doesn't matter because Bushwick ruins it anyways. <laughs> so I have nothing else on this one. Nope. I'm good. All right. Well, let's keep moving on. Up next, track eight. Why? 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 Zug Island. Get Zug Island on the track. It's Zug Island on this compilation, which is super cool. So, I'm going to spoil this now. Okay. The two Zug Island tracks are tracks that would eventually uh, be on their next album. Oh, okay. Uh, 333. So, um, we're already getting freebies, and this is interesting, because remember when we did Crack Tiles, Mm -hmm. who did the writing on that album jay and that was all violent jay yeah guess what he didn't write shit for them on this really interesting this is all this is all done by sin so and notice when you get rid of violent jay as a writer you also get rid of a lot of fucking lyrics <laughs> yeah for sure this is a because you don't have a you don't have a rap artist writing a rock song <laughs> very tight verses mm-hmm. um yeah i mean this this is basically what I imagine is like the embodiment of a generic Zug Island song. Yes. Like it really is. If, if you just <laughs> you hit random and you play the entirety of Zug Island's discography, you either end up with a really off the wall <laughs> thing from Crack Tiles <laughs> or you end up with this song. <laughs> I made a bot listen to every Zug Island song and have it make a song. This is what came out. And it's just why. <laughs> and then and then Violent J says the line from Hiroshima. Just Well. Just, well. That's all it is. And in that is. first verse, we have him referencing Chasing Ghosts, a uh, a documentary film, actually. From the year two thousand seven about uh, the nineteen eighties arcade scene. Not giving you the satisfaction. I'm gonna cut this silence anyway. Good. <laughs> So yeah, why is an okay song? It's all right. It's nice that we do have Zug Island on this, because um, it's nice to have some rock on here. This is literally, I think, only like the two Zug Island songs on here, and like maybe one or two other songs have a tiny bit of rock influence on them at all. Yeah. Um, one of them is actually a couple tracks away, but yeah. Other than that, I mean, there's not a lot, which for this era of psychopathic is very interesting. <laughs> um. Given all the stuff that ICP did, we had quite a bit of it from Twisted um, on uh, on Green Book. But well, actually, no, just a little last little bit of it. But um, yeah, this this is what we get, and uh, this is an okay track from an okay band. It's uh, it it's very of its time. Like in in two thousand three, like the even just the hook of this 
Oh yeah, it, for sure. This hook has been the, written it, a thousand times by this, bands of that era. Like this could have played on one of five ninety X. Yeah, like, <laughs> like why do we do what we do? Like, I, look. <laughs> oh, that reminds me. Um, I I totally forgot, but I got um, I got one of the uh, the records that I was really really trying to find oh. for a long fucking time. Um, yes, uh, we'll cover it in. A, a bit like somewhat soonish but anyways oh. um it was a group of cds that i got um all of them in not amazing condition some of them not in fucking cases drove me nuts <laughs> um but one of the ones i got was actually a zug island single from their last album oh shit it had uh it had fire and i think sunny days on it as well nice um i didn't actually like check to see like how different they were from the actual album i just thought that was really interesting and i needed to point that out even though they have nothing to fucking do with this goddamn record oh, you know that's interesting so yeah, it was just something I wanted to point out. Yeah. But yeah, that's why. It's okay. Yeah, it's all right. It's whatever. Like I said, if this would have played on the radio in 2003, I probably wouldn't have listened to it because I didn't really listen to rock music back yeah. then. It could still be playing today, to be honest. <laughs> it really could. It really, really could. It's it's an age of butt rock. It is. That is. Which is literally the nicest thing we can say with Zug Island. <laughs> they're, not, they're not new metal. No. No, for sure. Ever. So yeah. Let's move on. Track nine. Uh, uh, it's too fucking long. Demon face. Demon face. Unfortunately, in my little playlist, which I need to turn the volume back up, but in my little playlist, um, the fucking <laughs> artist names are too to fucking long for me to see <laughs> the name of the fucking song. Going someplace okay. or doing something. The demon faces come out and they just down hate down. on you for no reason at all. Just because you shine. <laughs> Every time I see a video show, I see horns and sharp teeth wide. Most of these puppets open buttholes up wide. I can't even walk down the street without these demons swinging off my meat. Demon faces appear everywhere. Motherfuckers trying to analyze my nut hair. I see demons everywhere, but I just keep walking like I don't care when I'm at the mall or on the streets. Employees at drive throughs when I'm looking for each, I can't shake them. Every time I look, one's coming. If I lose it, I'm afraid I'm gonna start dumping. Stay calm, clear my brain, and set fire to a face so I don't see it again. They're always watching me, they see me spending money I see the evil in your eyes, the same guy They really don't want me to fly Now, I know why you gotta Are you ready for the pain. jump off? I'm in a traffic jam with the punk ass cops behind me in the raid van Understand Demon the face demon, demon face We got a fuck the haters song here This is really a fuck the haters song And like it's it's weird because it's 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 like a Silent Hill fuck the haters song. Oh yeah, I didn't even think about that. Because like, so like there's there's like a classic line of Silent Hill where uh, uh, one of the people comments like, "Oh, they look like monsters to you," referring to all the people, which like lending some ambiguity to like, are these just actual people that you're like murdering mm -hmm. right now, or are they actually yeah. monsters and stuff? And like in the, like in this case, they are like literally just seeing their haters as demons and like talking about murdering them. <laughs> Sorry, it's just it's really really interesting that you like bring up Silent Hill because I just started rewatching um, Two Best Friends play huh. um, their play of uh, Silent Hill Downpour. <laughs> interesting. I haven't. I don't know anything about Downpour. I've never played a Silent Hill game. I I can't play scary games, but I can watch people play them. Yeah. Um. But I, I really liked. I, I really miss Super Best Friends play because they don't they're not a thing anymore yeah 
Um, but uh, I did like their their old Let's Plays, and their Silent Hill ones were really great because Pat knows a lot of shit about Silent Hill. For sure. Um, but, uh, yeah, and I, I didn't even think about it like that way. Um, although, did you ever see the movie Constantine with Keanu Reeves? No. Uh, that kind of has the same thing. Like, he can actually see um, people who are demons. Oh, okay. Um, but they just look normal for everyone else. Also, fucking that goddamn movie fucking they with live. Roddy Piper. Yes, yeah. I still need to fucking see that. The glasses. God damn it. <laughs> I will You know what? I have a, I have credit consume with with um Amazon. I should just fucking buy it cuz I really want to watch that movie. It's a good movie. Seen. I know. Um so yeah, this this is actually a, a pretty big track. We have ICP Twisted ABK and Eshop on it. Yeah. Um that would have been an interesting Dark Lotus, but it's on to be. <laughs> um <laughs> it's, a, so, it's a pretty um, good pace too. It is. Like this one's it's, kicking. It's, it's mm-hmm. and it's not a very long song. I mean, everybody has fairly short verses. You got short, like half verses, um, two people per verse, and it's just it works. It works really well. Yeah. Um, the instrumental is just kind of like the instrumental is kind of weird because there's just like it, it. It's almost like a I don't know. There's some kind of loop in the background. You really hear it in the chorus that it almost sounds out of place, but it's so faint that I'm just like, okay, it's there. Oh, <laughs> like. It almost sounds like a kind of like a, like a trill. I don't know what it is though. I don't know if it's off my head. I'd have to listen to it again. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I'm not saying I, I don't like it. I'm just saying it's. It almost seems weird, but it still works. Um, also, you had a jump city on the uh, on the open, which whatever. They're not talking about people who are on the open. Yeah. So I'm actually on the track. But um, but yeah, we gotta play is, a second of this. This is real a decent quick. song. Mm-hmm. No, no, back up. Maybe it is that in through the whole thing. Are you talking about the little? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's yeah, uh. It's got like a uh, like an oscillation on it. It's it's mm-hmm. really cool. It it like I said, it almost ends out of place, and it's not super distinct, but I don't mind it. There's a bug on my screen. Oh no. But yeah, that's uh, that's Demon Face. Do you have anything else for that? No, I think I'm good. It's it's a solid track, yeah. and uh, again, everybody has just nice short verses. Um, none of them necessarily like stood out really. Um, the only one I really remember um, was Monoxide's, where he's talking about how he killed a demon that's in his trunk, yeah. <laughs> but he's in a traffic jam, and then he might have to kill the cops. Well, that well, too. well, he says the cops throw on their lights, but then they drive past him to like get someone else, and he's like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> oh, is that what it was? Yeah, I think I so. I, oh, okay. I could have been wrong, but yeah. I, I, no, I'm that, pretty sure that's what it was. Uh, oh. But uh, up next, track 10, True Stories. Transmitting brand new jump steady. Now I lay me down to sleep, I pray the Lord my soul to keep Time slips back upon my bed as the undead walk inside my head Don't you hear the ghostly calls transcending from beyond the walls They have shown in this life I've known there's another world beyond our own Twisted broken shadow land connected by passive emerald sand Have you seen the things I've seen been visited by phantom beings Haunted by those in hooded cloaks or been in a seance to invoke Many who see don't believe because they choose Naivety. Don't you know that ghosts exist? Do you believe in exorcists? Don't you know that demons live? Do you live a life of sin? Don't you know they'll come for you depending on the path you 
true stories. Jump Steady. By Jump Steady? Jump Steady gets on a solo track here. He does. Can he not talk in riddles? No. Like, I just... Maybe maybe I'm just... Maybe I'm dumb. It's probably <laughs> I'm, I'm dumb. It's very likely that I'm dumb. Jump Steady has a very distinct style of... <laughs> very much trying to sound as deep as possible, but he's kind of just being obtuse. <laughs> it's just like, it's the, the verses are cool. And his rap style, while somewhat basic works, especially for, for what the instrumental wants. But like, <laughs> so uh, the words themselves are jumping. We're gonna have to go I, back to. I don't uh, get it. We're, we're gonna have to go back to the the classic Lonely Island song, "Incredible Thoughts," <laughs> where they are just suggesting a series of what ifs, and they're all nonsense. <laughs> like Jump Steady is like very much like he he wants to be that cerebral rapper. And so he mm -hmm. says things that sound very cryptic, but I don't believe he has a purpose to them. Okay. You know. Like, the last verse, the last verse is fucking weird, because he's talking about somebody, like, like, a woman who died, but he, like, knew their soul when he was a kid. I don't fucking know. So the, I don't, uh, I don't know. The, the second verse is, uh, um, apparently about... A, a kid dying, like being murdered. Is that what that it seems was? like. I mean, just just looking at the uh, like lyrics to it, and then the last I, one. I, like I, in in my eyes, when I, whenever I was listening to this, what it sounded like is that as each verse passes, he becomes more specific about what he's talking about. Um, right, but like I, I I lose it so much, and and I don't know if he's being so obscure that it's impossible to get it or too literal that I'm like <laughs> somehow overlooking it. I don't know. Yeah. Like, like in the first one, it seems like he's just talking about like just the concept of like, like being haunted by spirits and the like, you know, that kind of thing. Mm. Yeah. Uh, the second one, it sounds like he is talking about like, like possibly like it, it's again, it, like you, like you say, it is very hard to tell what he's actually speaking about because he's just, he's being intentionally <laughs> obtuse. Um, but in the second one, it sounds like he's speaking like almost of like experiencing a past life, maybe that kind of thing. Or he's just speaking about like a general thing that happens. The last one almost sounds like a, a personal account of something. Mm hmm. I don't know much about Jump Steady's life, you know? I don't... I have no idea. I, know, I, I don't know, but you would think a song called True Stories... Right, I mean, like... These, might actually have a true story. <laughs> he could be speaking of things that he either... Maybe. It's possible that it's things that, he that he's experienced at some point or, like, that he knew of, like, secondhand or something that he's he'd heard about either some time ago or whenever he decided to write this right you know it's it's hard to tell yeah but i mean th this is the thing i i like jump steady i think that you know he seems like a really cool person based on what uh what i've seen him uh doing within psychopathic records 
Um, and I mean, does it mean he's a great rapper? Not necessarily. Yeah. He's Our right. favorite fucking song was a track that featured a lot of goddamn people <laughs> and an amazing sample. Um, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's cool to see that he's still he was still actually doing music um, after his first EP, and he eventually does do a, a full LP um, in I think '05. But um, I don't know. It's just it's just weird. So we only hear him on this track and on the final track, um, which is a big posse cut. But um, yeah, it's. I mean, it's it's a whatever song. I mean, I want to like it more, but it's really hard for me too. Whenever I don't know what the fuck he's talking about, yeah. So it's a it's a strange but, one. Yeah, that's okay. You ready to move on? I'm ready to move on. All right, let's keep going. Track eleven, some fucking how. J track. Yeah. Just about I love this song. He's talking about just they got really fucking lucky. <laughs> that's that's really what it is. Um he, he yeah, this song is literally about like, you know, look at where I'm at. Yeah. How do we do it? I don't know. Yeah, we just they, did. You know, they we, we talk a lot about how they how they put in a lot of fucking effort to make this shit happen. Mm-hmm. But they got like, lucky as shit. <laughs> they, they really did. Like, just just think about like so, something to to consider about like their like their rise to popularity. What if they didn't grow up outside of Detroit? Yeah. What if they grew up somewhere like I don't know California? Right. What if they grew up somewhere in fucking Kansas? You know. What if they were just somewhere where it didn't have that, like, inner city type feel right? where their form of poverty and quote unquote scrubbiness <laughs> was not the same as what they ex- they experienced growing up? Right. Would they have had those same people identify with, you know, their, their music and their message and stuff? Right. I mean, they wouldn't you know? have even had, like... I mean, it changes your entire, like, outlook in general. Like, they wouldn't be them if they weren't from yeah. there. <laughs> so that's the thing. I mean, like... They would have been it's, it's... country clowns. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> I 
I'm so glad they're not country clowns. I, so jumping back Sorry. real quick to true stories, um, I actually did a quick look up on good old songmeanings.com now. It used to be .net. Oh my god. Oh my god. There is a single comment on oh. on this. Oh. Uh, so let's get some insight here. Lyrics are wrong. I have the right ones. <laughs> but, but, when we're talking about true stories, we're not talking about just like a simple one and done thing. True stories, and indeed any jump steady outing, is a series of twists and turns. Just, you cannot expect anything out of this so who posted this general comment you ask this comment was posted by name redacted one no no (laughs) i'm gonna bleep that name out but (laughs) that's just for us (laughs) no no <sighs> anyway moving on some fucking how <laughs> some um, fucking how <laughs> yeah um i i've always really liked this song this is this is kind of in the same vein as like um as the track my shine yeah from the uh from the alternate version of uh wizard of the hood um the guitar and the chorus is so fucking good it's i love good, that yeah. like Oh, that chug that they put on it. Oh, so mm-hmm. good. So good. Um, but yeah, he's just fucking rapping about like, this is what I have. And I got it because I just fucking rapped and people liked it. Right. It's <laughs> <laughs> really what it is. You have Isham uh, doing a line on, doing a couple lines on the, uh, on the chorus. Yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah. He, he pulls out his good voice for this. He does. He does. He, he has an interesting voice that he will use every now and then. Isham should not sing. But he does it here, but but the but the way he does it here is okay. It works out. It does. And this but is, I really like this track. Yeah, this this is where you get um, like the the occasional thing that's that's brought up about ICP, where he literally bought a house for his mom <laughs> and was mm-hmm. like, "Hey, yep. stop working." <laughs> yep. And I like that. Yeah, that's good stuff. That's it's very nice. Something everyone should strive for. So yeah. That's, 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 that's some fucking how. Sorry, glitched. <laughs> uh, Welcome back. Ready to move on? <laughs> yeah. <I think> so. <laughs> All right. Um, so yeah, uh, this next track will be 24s, 24s on Blood, I seen it coming 25 shades. Just to ordinary average homicide days. Long ago, a homie told me, yo, that crime pays. Now I'm in a hopper suit, I'm riding sideways. I know my life ain't worth the bullets in your 45. But you ain't hitting me, I jump and do a sporty dive. Before you know, I got my shank inside your throat inside. 24's on 84 Rico, where he was flooring, right? Peeling, chrome creeping through the ghetto zone. Nine milli milli bang for the metal tone. Send you back to your mama, wrap the cellophone. You seen the lights of the flashy Peretta chrome. Slice your ass with this hatchet like we Tom and Jerry knock your shit I'll get you paid by the tooth fairy when you die you getting wet up like you bloody carry tuck your ass in nice and cozy for the cemetery when I bury your ass money to my mama I'm sending that corners full of drama I'm bending that 24's on 84 Rico and I'm grinding 24's on 84 Rico 
I'm sending that. Corners full of drama, I'm bending that. 24s on 84 Rico, and I'm grinding. 24s on 84 Rico, and I'm grinding. 24s on my 84 Rico. I'm riding All right. 24s on 84. We had Esham, we had TNT, and we had Shaggy 2 Dope. The gang's all here. The gang's all here. <laughs> uh, Esham's delivery on his verse is fucking great. Yeah. I really, really like it. I I like this song in general. It is it is really fucking good. I like that hook. Mm-hmm. It's good stuff. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's very strange. Like, this is... You know, actually, now that I think about it, this is, this is, it's not a Riders track, but it's like, it's the kind of track that the Riders would be parodying. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's a Flossen style track that I could easily see Psychopathic Riders just taking that line and running with it into the fucking ground. Yeah, this is this is legit though. This is this is a yes. legit kind of that song. But talking about Isham, the the Impala of Detroit apparently. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean Isham from from what we're seeing can do pretty much damn near anything with any kind of subject. Yeah. Um so I think he has the best verse personally. Um, but I do like uh, that when we have TNT um, show up on verse two, they totally change up the instrumental a bit. Yeah. Um, it's It's got like heavier hits on it, which is definitely interesting. Um, and he's got a solid verse as well. Shaggy also has a really good verse. However, I did put Shaggy Y, and I'm pretty sure that that's because he said a bad word. Almost definitely, yeah. Okay. So yeah, anytime I do something like that, clearly they say that wrong. Um but no, this is a decent track. Uh the instrumental is good. It's 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 consistent is what I like too. Um so yeah, this is a this is a track that I never really listened to much in the past, but I'll likely keep it on now because it's pretty good and as we've as I've constantly been saying, I'm starting to dig Eshaw more. He's good. He's got <laughs> so, he's got some stuff. Yeah, so I dig it. Yeah, I, I did like a quick look up on the 84 Regal because I was like, you know, I don't know my cars and shit like that. That's a fucking yeah. Buick. <laughs> a fucking Buick, y'all? <laughs> Which, I mean... I mean, was it a, is it a nice looking Buick? It's, it's a Buick, man. Like, is, 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 it, is it a par for the course Buick? Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> the poor man's Mercedes. That's the Buick. That's uh-huh. every Buick. <laughs> And just dropping in to issue a quick correction. Uh, the Buick is the poor man's Cadillac. Uh, I'm so sorry for the uh, mistake that I made here. Um, I let the fans down, I let my mom down. Uh, sorry, Grandma. But uh, I hope I can make things right. Well, I mean, if, if, like, just, just look one up and you'll be like, that's a. That's a car. Like I could definitely, car. S- I could see people piling into that for a drive-by. <laughs> because they oh, so this is a ride because they couldn't get the Impala. <laughs> I had the Impala. <laughs> but yeah, that is uh, that's twelve tracks. We are halfway through this album, and we are. Uh, 
This album's long as fuck. I brought that up at yes. the beginning of that. Uh, so is. what we are going to do is split this up into two episodes because god damn it i i need a buffer right now things yes. things are tough it's fucking yes. hard i already only have like four days to edit this and put it up <laughs> which i've been doing that way too much lately <laughs> yeah so uh yeah we're, we're gonna be splitting it here and we will be back with the rest of it in two weeks yes and we've said before um you know we don't want to make this a, a constant thing there will be some episodes in the future where it's it's necessary. I mean, it's long as um, hell. We're already on like two hours right now. Yeah, we're just we're just shy of two hours, and uh, you know, I, I know that you guys love hearing the dulcet tones of our voices <laughs> uh, for three hours or more. Um, but we're trying to make this a little bit easier um, in general, and um, again, hopefully, we don't make this an all the time thing. Nah. Um, and if we have to make it multiple episodes, it'll only be two episodes uh, per album. For sure. You know, when we get there. But again, it's not going to be an all the time thing. I'm not against doing the uh, super, super fucking. I'm not against the three hour (laughs) episodes, but this one could push way longer than that with how long it is. Right. And given the time of day it is right now, we really need to get the other part done. So we're going to stop talking. You don't have to finish your Fagos if you don't want to, but they're going to be sitting there for another two weeks. Maybe you want might to. Wanna, might, maybe down it right now. Maybe, maybe, maybe finish your favorites. Finish your favorites. Peace. Yeah.